And welcome to Real Talk Sports today. I'll be your host. Um, this is Rico as we're going through another episode here. Um, essentially, I want to go ahead and thank Anchor, our platform. I want to go ahead and thank all our sponsors out there that have helped us. And today's topics, we're just basically talking about uh, two hot topics, which is going to be uh, the Colin Kaepernick story and then also to the possible return of the NBA season. So without further ado, let me go into uh, what Adrian Wojciechowski has put down in a tweet here. Uh, essentially, he's got a timeline with uh, training camp starting here July the 9th. Um, and then he has July 30th through August 14th seeding games. August 15th through the 16th play-in tournament. August 17th, you have the playoffs begin. August 30th, you have family and guests of teams arrive. August 31st through September the 13th is the conference semifinals. September 15th through September the 28th is the conference finals. And September 30th through August 13th is the NBA finals. So, um, you know, essentially what I'm trying to say here is that, uh, you know, they have something in place here for the NBA season to return. Um, this has obviously been uh, kind of a, a, a well-devised plan thus far with what Adam Silver has placed down. Um, you know, and just kind of looking at this, one of the situations that kind of arises here or kind of pops up into my mind is what's going to happen to home court advantage. Um, you know, when you're looking at a one-site um, place where you're actually playing ball, the one of the, the the key aspects of playing so hard and playing so good in an NBA season is you want to get to that top seed. Without that top seed, um, now you don't have a home court advantage. So I'm curious to see how teams will respond without that home court advantage. And then now, you know, you're running into a situation where not only is it, you know, just you don't have the home court advantage, but there is the possibility, the real possibility that some players elect not to play um, in this style of play. Um, so as I was reading in an other report that, you know, players have the ability to take the salary cut and not opt in to play. And so this would affect the, the basic style of play. I think that you're going to see as a fan, it also could as well affect the chemistry because, you know, you take a look at some of the teams that have been successful say with uh, a committee, um, you know, because when I say a committee, I'm talking about where they have some some players that play c critical roles. You know, if you take, you know, for instance, the Lakers, I was looking at an article, they they may not be they may be without an Avery Bradley or, you know, they could be without some of their pieces. And, you know, when you look at the totality of the teams and how they operate, every piece Every piece is important. So, you know, if some of the players elect not to play, then I definitely think it's going to be a situation where it could hurt the style of play. Um, and with the style of play, I'm talking about the rhythm that they had before, you know, we had this COVID-19. And so when I look at this situation, I say to myself, well, if they do come back, you know, it's going to be interesting to me to see um, how good the product is going to be on the floor because obviously we're missing some players. We're just playing at one site now. There's no more home court advantage. Um, there's not any more back and forth travel. So, you know, will that will players be more rested now? Uh, will the product be better on the floor? Um, 
you know, and then, you know, is there less distractions now? Because you are basically in a situation where you're just at this resort. Um, I did find it interesting that if you are a top seed, the one thing you got was you got the better hotels. So, you know, I'm curious to see, well, what are the better hotels versus the hotels that are not as good, you know? So that, that was kind of interesting too. Um, but in general, I say that this is, this is good to see some sports coming back. Um, you know, I see that it, it's just going to be an interesting project. I really do. I, I, I am, I'm definitely, you know, enthused and I, I'm curious to see how this is going to, going to play out from an organizational standpoint, but we will definitely see what happens here. So the next uh, hot topic that I had here is Colin Kaepernick and his return. Um, so obviously, you know, I've been a fan of Colin Kaepernick and I, I think that it's interesting now that Colin Kaepernick comes up with all the stuff that's going on right now um, in the community um, and out there in the world. And to think about the fact that, you know, Colin Kaepernick should have had an opportunity well before you know any of this stuff happened and you know when i look at this situation i say to myself well colin kaepernick um definitely i think is deserving of a of a of a, a chance here in the nfl i really do truly truly believe that you know from from an nfl standpoint there is several teams that i think he could have quarterbacked for over the years that he sat out um, and one of the things that, or one of the teams that was mentioned was the Chargers. And I could definitely see him playing for the Chargers right now. You know, I absolutely could see uh, Kaepernick playing for the Chargers. Absolutely. Um, do I think that, that, you know, it's just the Chargers that he's limited to? No, I don't think it's just the Chargers that he's limited to. Um, you know, I'm glad to see that the Chargers have opened up the fact that they have given him a workout. But I, I would really love to see Colin Kaepernick out there. I mean, here's a guy that, um, you know, he has su a Super Bowl experience. He has playoff experience and he has talent. He has talent. And I mean, he's what, 32 years old and he still can play. Um you know, he's only played the the six seasons here for San Francisco, and I still think he still has um, a lot to give in this league. So, you know, that's that's kind of my spiel there. You know, I think it's kind of long overdue, and I think Colin Kaepernick should definitely um, kind of be out there for the most part. So with that being said, you know, that's pretty much going to be, you know, the show for today. Those are the two hot topics that I see, or actually – there's one more topic that I actually saw, and that was the return of the NFL season. So one of the things that the NFL is weighing is, um, you know, what they would do if some stadiums fill up and some stadiums don't fill up. Um, and there's the real question of could football really exist without that aspect? And uh, to me, you know, again, I, I've always stated the fact that it is more than just a product on the field that makes money um, in any of these leagues you know you have to have the fan base you need to have the stadiums operating you need to have the merchandise sales um, you know you need to have the, the trading cards all that stuff like that plays a huge 
huge, huge role. And just the just 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 the thing we see on the court or just the thing that we see on the field. And, you know, it's it's very interesting because Roger Goodell, the commissioner here of the NFL, he's wanting to push forward with the regular season. He wants to push forward with the um, with the whole preseason and everything like that. And it's just funny because, you know, you get the, the conflicting, uh, uh, you know, analysis and information here stating that they're not so sure that the NFL would be able to function without um, having the fans there. And, you know, you got to think about this, too. What about the teams that struggle the most that basically they're already struggling to have fans in there? What are they going to do? You know, does the NFL have a plan for that? Are they going to play at one site? Um, you know, I think that that would be it, it would be tough. It really would be tough because you're talking about, um, you know, having 32 teams or whatever placed at one location and playing at one site. Um, you know, I just that just doesn't even seem realistic. But, um, you know, I do like what the article was stating. Um, and this is according to an article here that I was just kind of looking at on Yahoo Sports. But it's interesting that if you were to to look at some of the home field advantages and things like that, there really are home field advantages to some of these teams. And I think that it really would take the, the pop out of a team being able to play at its own stadium. Um, and it does put you in a level of, 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 of tough financial hardship if you are a team that's kind of at the bottom. So, um, again, man, it's just interesting times and an interesting situation. And, you know, I'm really not even sure what you would do to kind of um, to kind of adhere or to basically fill in those voids because, you know, there's you're going to lose money either way. And it seems like the teams that are at the lesser are going to lose even more money or more revenue share based off the fact that they're not able to generate any sales from their home stadium. So and then you have to think about that, too. If you're not generating any sales that way from you know, your fan base, what do you do with all your season ticket holders? What about the people who have been loyal and basically who have been paying to come to these games? And now you're saying that they're not even going to get a chance to attend their, you know, eight to ten ball games that they basically pay for, you know, and all these seat license and things like that that people pay for. That's going to be tough. And, you know, a lot of these stadiums and a lot of these teams count on the fact that fans will pay for the seat licensing. So it's going to be a challenging situation either way you look at it. Um, it's an interesting time in sports. And I hope that we do get to the point where we are able to have all our fans attend and have every team be able to uh, generate the revenue that they need from their own home stadium. And so with that being said, um, that really has been today's show. Um, I know it's short, really. Uh, we didn't have too many topics, but I just want to thank our fan base out there. I want to thank Anchor for having us. And I want to thank um, anybody that's kind of chimed in on a week-to-week basis here on our show. And, you know, we will be back with more topics, but today's topics, we just had those three. So um, this is Rico. Um, this is Real Talk Sports. We'll be back for another show. Take care.